was in the know for Monday, March 7th, the 66th day of 2022. There are 299 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through in the know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Boost. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes or Spotify podcast on Facebook on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Big weekend in sports. Tell you about that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's B. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good, but I had no idea how tired I was yeah. until I plopped my butt until in you, this seat. Until you sat down and got still. Well, yeah. it's fatiguing I'm to row, row, row your boat all the way to school yeah. and work this morning. And, yeah. uh, water standing everywhere when I came in. And uh, but then the sun shining was just the sun was shining a few minutes ago. So weird, weird weather day. Nice. But you got here with your raincoat. You got the baby yes. to school and I all did. that. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll consider that a win. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe: London, Moscow, Ooh, not Moscow, London, Kiev, Budapest, Budapest. That's a fun one to say. Litchfield. Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Well, not too bad. Uh, get to the weekend in a minute. I want to know about your weekend first. I asked you on Friday. You didn't really have any sporting duties, so I was curious what you were going to do with yourself. There was lots of exciting sports. Yeah. Did you just immerse yourself in sports this weekend? Yeah, I kind of just took a... I needed a, a reset weekend in a lot of ways. It's, it, it's a... It is a marathon race from August, the whatever it is, when football starts until the final basketball game. Mm -hmm. And then, luckily, this year we get like this two or three week period in between the sports. I know baseball is a scrimmage tonight, but it's last year it was literally just one sport. Okay, here we go. Here's basketball, and then basketball basketball is right to to baseball. Yeah, because basketball right now we we it's still. Two weeks left in the regular season at this time last year. This was the final week of the regular season. That's I think, right. This I recall that now. So, but what you did was, uh, my dad would call it a busman's holiday, where you weren't calling sports professionally, but mm-hmm. you were you were taking in lots of sports this Correct. weekend. And so, good that, UK uh, games and there were some good UK games. So, so. I have to know mm-hmm. if you're at home, like what kind of food do you order in? Like what do you? <laughs> oh, I didn't order anything in. No. Just just eating what I had around the house. Like noodles or like he's all grown up. Yeah, I mean I can cook. I am not I'm not that incompetent. No, no. <laughs> Apparently we learned last week he's a fan of a cup of soup. Right? <laughs> yeah, hey, it's good. <laughs> uh we had a big weekend celebrating uh big birthday. Uh, yeah. I don't know I don't know how suddenly Taylor Buckles, Beal, um, has turned twenty nine years of age. I did the math a few weeks ago and I said, Wow. Twenty twenty nine, um, and so well, you know what comes next. So anyway, we had a chance to have brunch on Saturday with uh, that young lady and her big piece of uh, chocolate cake. The cake was good too, by the way. It was very. We all good. got to got mm-hmm. to share it, but we had uh, brunch with uh, still the newlyweds. So they've only been married for about six months, so it, uh, we were sharing with them. So does it feel like longer than six months? And I think we all agreed, it's like, well, yeah, it feels like it was more than six months ago that we were. Going through the big wedding. So anyway, that was a great way to start her birthday. And she's 29. They're doing well. And next time we celebrate her birthday, and I don't know who will feel older, her or me. <laughs> me, turn, me turning 50 wasn't that big of a deal. But suddenly you say, she's 29? How is, could be 30. How is that possible? So that's okay. So anyway, we were uh, we were blessed. And then uh, had a chance to spend some time outdoors and uh, just kind of get out and move and had a wonderful church service yesterday. And so presume that uh, time was weekend. spent on Saturday and not yesterday outside. Yes. Yes, it was. Uh, it was, it was on Saturday and, uh, even I got a chance to spend some time outside Friday afternoon and evening. So anyway, the, the weekend started well weather wise and then turned into, uh, storms and flash flooding yesterday and weird dynamics today where the high temperature was at uh, it was about 7 a.m., 
And as this rain moves out around middle of the day, we'll see cooler temperatures behind it. And so uh, 66 is officially our high today, but say goodbye to that 66 because that was earlier today. And then we'll see temperature into the mid-40s by middle of the afternoon. Then the overnight low under cloudy skies, 35. Regionally, there could be a little bit of a wintry mix. I don't expect you to notice, and uh, but they've officially got it in the forecast. And then later on Friday, uh, still, we were marveling on Friday about this coming Friday. They've uh, changed the high for Friday instead of 65 to 56, but mm-hmm. still 56 to 26 is quite the swing. So we could finish with some wintry precipitation on Friday night. And then the high, only 26 degrees on Saturday. Mm. Tell you, if there was ever a show somebody a graphic that explains weather in Kentucky in the middle of March, uh-huh. it would be this graphic. It would be this graphic. It would be uh, 56. Well, even if you could sneak in what the temperature was on Saturday uh-huh. as the high, like somehow get it into the picture be, and then show know. we went from upper 70s to one week later, a low of 15, uh-huh. and that would tell you all you need to know about weather here in the Ohio Valley. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Ukraine, and I know I, as, as well as you, I'm sure, continue to follow that situation, and just seeing all the refugees that are being evacuated and women and children on these trains that are fleeing to Poland and other nearby areas. And it's the women and the children because Ukraine has said men between the ages of 18 to 60 are not allowed to leave because they're needed in defense of their, of their country. And I have been watching the world try and get uh, creative on how to deal with this bully in Russia and, uh, but also not instigate or launch us into World War Three. The uh, Ukraine is asking President Zelensky is asking for a no-fly zone, and Russia has already said. Well, Putin specifically has said that if you engage in a no-fly zone, that's uh, that's you know viewed as contributing in the war. But Ukraine doesn't have an armed uh, doesn't have an air presence, so we're thinking, well, how can they do that? United States was willing to send them aircraft, but they can't fly our aircraft. So the current plan, which, again, goes back to the creativity of NATO and trying to figure this out, the Polish air forces are going to give some of their planes and aircraft to Ukraine, and then we will restock Poland with what they need from our arsenal. And so it's kind of this moving assets around to try and see that they get what they can um, to, to defend themselves. I also... Eventually, Russia will take Ukraine if the world doesn't get more involved. But it will be through some pain to Russia because what they thought would take three or four days, now they have supply chain issues because it's taken, we're in, I think, our 12th day of their move on Ukraine, and now they're running out of food and fuel. And the plans they had in the beginning to take three or four days have taken much longer, and so it's starting to unravel and fray. And so it's going to be a very dynamic next few days to see what happens. But one of the things happening close to home that is a byproduct of things happening in Ukraine is gas is topping $4 per gallon on average nationally, first time since 2008. The price of regular gasoline broke $4 a gallon, far higher in portions of our nation in areas like California, where it was already over four dollars a gallon on the normal, then you add in that. So again, that's a that's a uh, it's the average price across the country, and we're going to have to do something uh, immediately because this will be crippling, be crippling to uh, what we choose to do, be crippling to get resources delivered where we need to get them uh, delivered to, and so we're in a we're in a very precarious position, and I think that you're already seeing. Some of the outgrowth of this spike in fuel prices, I laughed a few weeks ago and said, when you see the scooters back out, you'll know that gasoline has gone super high. And so that's just a, you, you, you notice people's behavior that says, it's too expensive to operate my car. I'll get my moped or my scooter out and I'll ride that instead. That's a byproduct of increased fuel prices. 
Well, when fuel prices go high, I have to think that there's a correlation in some way to a headline that reads like this, five armed robberies in less than an hour in Elizabethtown. Now, crime has been increasing in Elizabethtown over the last few years because it's getting larger and uh, civility in general is waning and degrading. So it's not that they've been unimpacted in any way by crime over the years, but I've seen and observed a definite increase in violent crime in the Elizabethtown area just over the last couple of years. And now when you have five armed robberies in one hour from uh, at least a couple of individuals that also involved theft of a car, uh, you know, uh, auto theft as part of that, I think that this somehow is, it, there has to be a correlation. This can't be just an isolated incident. This has to be an indication that people are scrambling and trying to figure out a way to um, live off the land, so to speak. By the way, before we move on from gasoline, this headline, uh, I thought it was interesting. If you've ever traveled to New Jersey, Oregon, I think maybe they're uh, a couple of the only states remaining that do that, there's no self-serve gasoline pumping in those two states. If you go to New Jersey, there's still somebody working at the gas pump. And finally, because of this increase, it's adding it, it is. It adds to the cost because you have to have an attendant or attendants all the time at these fuel places, and so they're looking at ways to eliminate that and go to self serve like the rest of us do. And uh, I think it said it's been like that for seventy three years. It's uh, it's wow. weird when you think because for us, I've never had somebody pump my gas for me ever. Never. You never have? Oh, my goodness. Oh, interesting. Well, you've not lived around here very long. <laughs> I know that I, I have been in the car with someone else when their gas was pumped yeah. for them. But I have never Oh wow. Uh, never done that. Yeah I, um, yeah, I mean, it used to be. That's just the way that it was. We went to service stations. Basically, before convenience stores, there were service stations, and they did gasoline. They did tire repair. And so, you know, it's uh, they're kind of staples in communities like Caneyville. You, you know. Went on down to the Gulf or the Shell or the, all the various places. And so I'd like to know how many gallons of gasoline Harold Higgs has pumped in his lifetime. You know, like just how how many? Because for a while, you know, somebody somebody was doing it for you. Uh, nearly 300. And so I'm kind of I realize I'm jumping around. But I read a headline this morning that nearly 300 Fort Knox uh, soldiers are deploying to Germany. It's part of that new V-Corps move v Corps was relocated to Fort Knox in the last couple of years, and they're taking about 300 forces and deploying them to Germany and Poland to deter further Russian aggression. So the president's still vowing, you know, we, we've, we're not going to get involved in a shooting war directly, but we're going to go over there and kind of back up NATO and have forces around that skirmish to see how we maybe can help out. All right. Uh, we've been talking about a couple times last week on things going on in Frankfurt in particular. Uh, tax reform, which is a thing that will impact every Kentuckian in some way, some better, uh, some for the better, probably some for the worse. But House Republicans did vote Friday to fundamentally change Kentucky's tax code. The uh, The ambitious plan cleared the House. 6723 gets taken up in the Senate, I believe, today. Um, they may already be. Do- no, they, uh, they typically don't start until about noon on Mondays. So there is a chance they will st- uh, start that this afternoon or they could be hard at work on that. This morning, it would shift tax collections increasingly toward personal consumption and away from personal income tax. The bill moves to the Senate. As I mentioned, it'll be in the forefront in the legislature's session of their final weeks. Under the bill, the state's 5% personal income tax rate will be lowered incrementally over a period of years until the levy is eliminated. The measure calls for the rate drop to 4% next January one. So you continue to pay 5%, and then starting next year, it would be 4%. And then after that, they would monitor. There would be certain benchmarks, apparently, that would trigger when uh, it will step on down from there. The House bill, uh, it does not include any reduction in the state corporate income tax. So you're wanting to know, all right, what will what will there be tax on that there hasn't been before? So here's, I can't tell you this is a complete list, but... This probably goes a long way. So taxi cabs and car rentals, residential and non-residential security systems, bodyguard and self-protection services, process servers, valet and parking services, pleasure watercraft docking, entertainment venues, event space rentals, legislative and executive branch lobbying, 
cosmetic surgery procedures that are non-medically necessary, personal financial planning, private mail services, road and travel services, executive employee recruitment services, unsolicited telemarketing services, and public opinion research. So there were 39. No, they were started at 39. No, we we're down to 38. That wasn't 38, so I'm not sure what uh, is missing from that. So under the bill, groceries and medication would remain exempt from the state sales tax. The um, You know, you'll get people from the Democratic Party that will say that this is unfairly punitive to people who are uh, of more moderate means. Well, I, I certainly understand that theory. What I did notice of just the list that I gave you, few of those would impact people of moderate monetary means. I don't know how many of us have bodyguard and self-protection services um, and then elective um, plastic, you know, cosmetic surgery types of things. So so I'm like, okay, well, those probably aren't going to have a big impact. But what's left? What's in there? What's in there that would have an impact on people of more moderate means? And I've yet to see those things. Uh, the other thing that concerns me about this, and I mentioned it last week, is I understand that it's impossible to phase in these taxes on the whole. You cannot suddenly you can, because of the way register taxes work. And by the way, these are all cash register taxes. These are not paid by the business; they're paid by the consumer. And so it gets added into at the tax register. You here, here's your total. We're going to add this tax. Here's the percentage tax you owe. Well, because of the way taxes are calculated right now and the way softwares are built, you can't charge one percentage for this group. And then you say, okay, all these new services are going to be a lesser percentage, but the state income tax is only getting feathered away from five to four to four to three to three to two. So my here's my next year, we're all going to pay 4% income tax, but we're going to pay full bore tax on the 38 or so services that are being included. I don't know how to blend those two and to make it fair, but in just in my attempt at having logical thought process, it seems like next year might be a heavier tax year when you're all said and done because you're still paying a 4% tax on your personal income and paying tax on all these services. But I don't, luckily I know an accountant who can tell me whether that's a, viable hypothesis or or not something weird this morning that i read it doesn't impact us here locally but the kentucky attorney general is probing some challenged indictments in the 14th circuit which is um scott and bourbon counties there is a commonwealth attorney there who was overseeding grand juries to get more favorable because in kentucky you just need nine votes in a grand jury to hand down an indictment. Well, allegedly, according to Daniel Cameron, is they were overseeding the grand juries, allowing too many people to hear the case, which then by percentage, if all you had to do was get to nine, but nine is only 50% of 18, where nine of 10 is 90%, or I think it's maybe 12 is the number they're supposed to see. So these these cases may all get thrown out because they were trying to... Um, as they should overseed, yeah, overseed the uh, overseed the grand jury panel. Kentucky Racing Board upheld Bob Baffert's suspension, so we head into Derby season. That's something to keep an eye on. He's banned from uh, Churchill Downs, I think, for a couple of years. three years, couple, I think, three years, something like that. And what a big night! What a big weekend for UK women's basketball program down in Nashville. So they beat LSU on Saturday. Who else did they beat in the no, tournament? They beat LSU Friday, Tennessee Saturday, and, and they beat Mississippi State on first. Thursday. And, and then, then they knocked South off Carolina. South Carolina. Ended South Carolina's 18-game winning streak. Did you watch the game? It was a great game. I watched, just watched some highlights on uh, on the old uh, Twitter sphere there. But uh, it was there was drama. It I, was In the third quarter, I right when it was about 15 points, which I think what they came back from, I... I think I said to myself, okay, I'll give this another like two or three minutes, and then I think I might might have seen enough. And then I, I'm glad I stayed locked in because it was a it was a great ending. Boy, the the from where they were mid season, and people were kind of saying they didn't think Kyra Elsey was maybe going to be able to hang around and survive. And now for the first time in forty years, they're the SEC uh, women's uh, champions. I loved watching wow. Cal 
to there. <laughs> there was drama over and Cal's he found, watch. He found his watch. He got his lucky watch. His lucky like, watch okay, back Can't yet. be messing around with the lucky but, watch uh, this week. I love watching him because you could tell what, in the video that Kyle Tucker had, had shot that he gets so excited that he throws his hands up in the air. And you can tell something goes flying off because he looks and he looks at his wife, Ellen, who just kind of looks at him like... On like the, again, <laughs> on Twitter, it looked like the Zapruder film. People were going uh-huh. through and marking up. Okay, the watch was right here, midair, and they were and they found who they, got it. They were able to find it, so that's because she picks it up and is like, "What is this?" Right. So, uh, Coach Cal had been in Gainesville the day before, where Kentucky um, uh, sent Florida away, seventy-one sixty-three. Cats play the late game on Friday. I think it's at seven thirty. Or so, for, you know, after that uh, first game for, of the night, and uh, is Oscar Player of the Year? Oscar's easily Player he's of the Year, be. isn't he? I and mean, it's, what, he's, Alabama, Georgia, or Vanderbilt? Yeah, it's, it's who knows. We'll find out Friday night who we're gonna. Well, we'll know Thursday who we're gonna play on Friday, but we have to wait until then. And then uh, Western one, uh, Western they play on Thursday evening as well down in Frisco. So, hey, March Madness is here. So, well, maybe we're gonna get a normal basketball post season this time for the first time in like three seasons. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Today is Be Heard Day. The Kentucky Headhunters want to be heard. Uh, It is also Cereal Day today. Salute to Battle Creek, Michigan, home of so many good cereals. Sam, your favorite cereal? Got to go like Frosted Flakes. You like Frosted Flakes, so you like your flakes frosted. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, you know, regular corn flakes, but you want frosting on yours. Oh, yes. Miss Buckles, your favorite cereal? It is so hard to say, but I'm going to go with Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. Lucky Lucky Charms is another good choice. Yeah, I see. You all are fancy. I'm just lucky. (laughs) My my exotic form of cereal is Cheerios. Yeah, we were just happy to have Cheerios because it. I just, well, except I when like, you went to your grandparents, right? Oh, yeah. Was, yeah, Mamma loaded us up on the Captain Crunch. Um, but, like, grape nuts? Oh, goodness gracious. Now, see, I actually like grape nuts. Yeah. Well, they had to let them sit there for about two hours to get soft enough to eat. And, I'm that weird person. So. <laughs> uh, but uh, I like Rice Krispies okay, but... Snap, crackle, pop. Snap, crackle, pop. I kind of just decided I'm a Cheerios person. I just like mm-hmm. Cheerios. Well, just, you know. so would you add sugar to them? I wanted to, but they wouldn't usually, allow you that to. They usually got side eye. <laughs> you know, my, my mom's rule always was on the cereal box, we had to find the one that had 10 grams or less of sugar. Mm. We weren't allowed to have any that were more than that. Mm-hmm. I will tell you probably so two two cereals <laughs> probably if I'm going to go for that just scream nostalgia to me Apple Jacks oh, and yeah. then Sugar Smacks I love Sugar Smacks really yes I don't know why oh. I don't know I d- definitely do not know do not count know chocula why. not really mm-hmm. not so much count chocula booberry was I was mm-hmm. a little more fan of a of booberry than. Than Count Chocula. I found Count Chocula to be a little chalky. Fruity, fruity Pebbles? No, I didn't like Fruity Pebbles. No, yeah, they're not, weird. Not, Too small. Not, not Fruity Pebbles. They're just basically. But they're pretty much like Rice Krispies. They're just fancy Rice Krispies. Yeah. That's yeah. all they are. And it's also fun facts about Names Day, part of Celebrate Your Name Week, when it's suggested we take time to learn some of the interesting background to our names. And you can do that, by the way. I'm going to give you a website, BehindTheName.com. BehindTheName.com is where you can plug in your variables and then learn a little bit more about. I always thought, you know, as I was coming up, you could go in novelty shops and they would have names and then they would have the meaning. But then I started seeing conflicting ones. Mm -hmm. I'd see like Mark, Strong Warrior in one store, and I'd go somewhere else and be like the mayor of Weaseltown on the other side. (laughs) like So frozen reference for you frozen fans there. Sam, you don't well, know what the mayor of Weasel well, Town did you, is. Did you? you see the video of the little girl in the Ukraine singing "Let It Go"? I don't believe I have seen. She that. was singing it. They were in like a, a bomb shelter or something, and she was singing it to everyone that was in there. Uh, 
That would be uplifting. Uh, yeah, it was really good. She was probably four, maybe five. Wow. New study says Wordle cheating is at an all-time high. Uh, the New York Times is trying to make a case that since they bought Wordle, that they're not making it harder. But the very fact that you can go in and see that spikes on today's Wordle, people looking for Wordle cheats, is spiking would be an indication that everyone is having a harder time. So whether they're making it harder or not, maybe they're just naturally working into a harder set of words. I've not played in a few weeks. Are you playing? Well, so I thought I was playing Wordle, but I downloaded the app. So when I found out that mine didn't look the same, I sent my stepmom a message. and I'm like, hey, can you send me a screen cap of what the app looks like? And she's like, oh, it's not an app. It's a website. Yeah. Oh, it's way harder. Well, I have an app, too, though, that is the... I have an app, but the app you downloaded, because I get the apps that you download, or at least the opportunity to download them, it's different than mine. So I think you might have gotten counterfeit Wordle. Mm -hmm. I think you might have gotten Wordle, W-E-R-D-L-E, instead of W-O-R-D-L-E. And I was decent at the one that I downloaded. There have been some harder ones recently, like Aroma. So the ones with double vowels are hard, especially Mm -hmm. when it's, you know, because they only give you one green letter indicating that you have Aroma in the right place. And so, but you don't think to start and end with A. Like, how how many five-letter words start and end with with a vowel? Swill was one that was also challenging for people. But good news, I don't have to really worry about Wordle because they're coming to me with a new app called Hurdle, H-E-A-R-D-L-E. I played this. It popped up, I think, on Saturday. I played it, and it, like, times you one second for me, and I nailed it. So I'm not sure I'm ever going to play it again because I'm not sure I can ever get better than that. So it's song intros. Correct. And it was it was easy. It was easy. It was. I, I will chew this thing up and spit it, it out. It was Fleetwood Mac. Like as, Come on. Yeah. I mean, that's impressive, Sam. If you, okay. like, well, I mean, you give me was, some weird that was category, how I was raised. Dua Lipa's greatest hits, I will, I will probably fail. Uh-huh. But for me, it's, I like song pop. <laughs> oh, I was, I was a killer at song pop. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean. the one that I like is World, which is it gives you an outline of a country. Mm, the geography uh-huh. version. And I'm, I've been playing that one every day. I like that. But then they, they came away with one that I don't even think was a country earlier in the week, and everybody was mad. Speaking of the song pop days, she and I, when you put the two of us together um, side by side look out. on the next device, because where my weaknesses are musically, they're her strengths. And so it was, yep. I mean, you like we, we could play in the song <laughs> pop world championship mm-hmm. co-ed division, and we would just kill it. Um because I got a little bit of a switch. Like I'm not, I'm not really good in the grunge era. Like and in I'm that, pretty that good Nirvana area. Mm-hmm. Like I know, Pearl I know Jam. the biggest. I know the biggest ones, but I don't know the. So anyway, Hurdle is the name of the app. H e a r d l e. Um, so anyway, have have fun with that. Pillsbury is bringing back ready to bake Lucky Charms cookie dough for St. Patrick's Day. So if you want to uh, spice up your weekly cookie baking into something festive and seasonal, uh, and I like look how they say now it's eat or bake. They finally gave in <laughs> and said, we know some of you are just eating this right out of the container. So eat or bake, whatever you, whatever you choose. I am also learning that Coffee Mate is introducing a new drumstick creamer. So if you love drumsticks, somebody better call Misty Thomas, which I do. <laughs> and you are a user of Coffee Mate, which I am. However, you all know, I don't want my coffee fancied up. I just want a little cream and I want a little sweetener in my preference is Splenda in my coffee. However, I may have to find something that I can live with because we went to the store. We were gone President's <laughs> Day weekend, and she and I actually went into a grocery store for the first time in quite some time, and I was faced with the dilemma in the dairy case. There was no regular creamer, just straight creamer. Can I just have creamer? It doesn't need to be French vanilla. It doesn't need to be Mississippi mud. It doesn't need to be Hershey's. Well, it, and I was watching him from need, afar. I just I was picking out cottage like, cheese. And watching him pick this, this out. This is a travesty. Why do we have all these flavors, but we don't just have creamer? 
It's for people like Misty Thomas. I guess. Well, I because no. she would. I don't remember the flavor. She would some Hershey flavor or something. But she would have just a little bit of coffee with her creamer. I know. Oh yeah, I mean that's just that's uh, that's on the normal. But for her, so finish the story. So I got something that was as close. Like more As, organic or like a yeah, weird... Yeah, but it was more like closer to heavy cream. And so it was... But it tasted like a vanilla type of ice cream, which of all the flavors, if I've got to have one that's basic, that seems to be the closest just being regular creamer. But pro tip, life hack to you, I use creamer in eggs. So when I'm making scrambled eggs, I'll put creamer in there to fluff them up, make them a little lighter, make them fluffy. But I made the mistake of putting that creamer in my eggs, and then I couldn't figure out why our eggs didn't taste good. It's like, it's that creamer. It's that <laughs> nasty. Well, I rarely leave things on my plate, but I did leave some eggs. Me too. They were way too they sweet. Were, oh, they were way too Ugh. sweet. It was just not good at all. Good and good at all. So while respect to coffee, mate, and Respect to drumstick lovers. I am one, but I don't want a drumstick in my coffee creamer. Can I just get some just regular creamer? I've gone to having used the pods that we have here, Sam, at home, and mm-hmm. I find that to be inconvenient. Mm-hmm. I have to do my little staging every day. It's like, how many of these am I going to use today? And oh, it's true. Three, three, three. One of the pods is the only time I would ever put French vanilla creamer in. Really? It's one of those things that if I see it, I'm like, ah. Okay. I don't want amaretto. I no, don't see, want I don't, like nothing. See, I don't know that I would want the drumstick. I feel like it'd be way too sweet. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Don't make any eggs with it, Sam, whatever not, you do. Do not. No, milk is Learn the only thing that me. goes in there. A little wisdom from my generation to yours. Don't use that nasty creamer in your eggs. A man from Honduras lost a wallet containing $4,000 cash in New York's Times Square, and the billfold was returned to him with all of its contents intact. You may have seen this online. Eduardo Martinez, who works near Broadway, said he was rushing to work Wednesday morning when he dropped his wallet in Times Square, which was packed with tourists. Martinez said he was searching for the lost wallet when he was approached by two police officers who told him the wallet had been turned over by a fellow commuter who found it on the ground. Police confirmed the information on Martinez's identification and handed over the wallet. The man said he was pleasantly surprised to discover the $4,000 was for that the $4,000 still was inside. He said he was grateful for the wallet's return and that the incident highlights the fact that there are still good people in the world. I'm not as surprised as I am that there the $4,000 was returned. I am a little curious on why you're carrying $4,000. Like I love the fact that it was returned, but why are you packing around that much now, money? Now, if you spend any time in Manhattan, $4,000 is about like $400 here locally. So that might be some of it. But it seemed like a whole lot of risk exposure to be I'm, carrying $4,000 around in your wallet. I, I barely even have $4 in cash. I never carry cash. <laughs> no, nor do I. Uh, but speaking of rewards and things of that nature... Sam, Coach Cal, about his watch. He said there was a reward last night. It didn't come to that, but what do you think the reward would have been if your John Calipari and your lucky Rolex goes missing? SEC tournament tickets. And private private airfare travel to and from Tampa. Stay well, in the not, team hotel. It's not like Coach Cal can, you know, needs to worry about where his money's going. Yeah. He makes a little bit. By the way, speaking of college basketball, we'll, we'll come back on a different topic. But thank you, North Carolina. <laughs> a, everybody was a, well, everybody except all the Dukies were North Carolina fans on Saturday. What a way to rain on Kay's parade. The Tar Holes did something That's good. That's right. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. You know, technically, brides don't walk down the aisle. They walk down the nave. So the nave is actually... So you're looking at me and saying, why is that? The aisle, my understanding... This this is a hypothesis. I've not confirmed it by research. I believe the aisle in a church is going to be against the wall. 
So if the nave is down the center. The aisle is out on the edges would be my guess of why. But we just commonly call it the aisle. Now, I'm not sure what happens in those churches where you have multiple ingress, egress Mm -hmm. lanes because you have most often you have a center one. But then large sanctuaries might have another one and then you get to the wall. So I'm not sure. But but what happens if it's it's like an outdoor wedding where there is no, I mean... Well, There's only would, one aisle. You would still have, but on the edges. But I on guess, the edges, I, I if it's out on a out, I know. I, on so like a, you're right. Is that what it is? The nave is the central it part. Is the center. Yes. Okay. So then, when I ask for tickets to an event, I need to be careful about where I ask. <laughs> when I say, I typically say I want something on the aisle because I would much rather be climbed over than have to climb over. So, but now I need to say if I want them, I said I need near the nave and see. I, I'm like that, but it, I think almost at a place like Rupp Arena, I almost have gotten to the point where I like to be like in the middle. Yeah. Because there's nothing more annoying than having to repeat, if you're on the end, to repeatedly have to get up, get up, get mm-hmm. up, get up during the game. Because usually once mm-hmm. I'm in there, I'm in there. Yeah, I'd, I'm still, I don't like to climb over yeah. people. And I'd, and Well, if you get there early enough, you don't have to. I, I got it. But no, I want, I want the ability <laughs> to go out. But here's where it goes to me. Here's the difference is that. I of of all of my weaknesses, the greatest probably is my claustrophobia. I do not want to ever feel trapped. Mm-hmm. And when I'm in the middle of the aisle, it starts to it starts to pull at that I'm trapped and I can't stand that. So that's why I think I like I you climb over me all you want. Fine, come over no problem, but I don't want to be in there where I feel stuck at uh, at all. Uh guess who I saw yesterday? Young Miss Ellington Cox. And so I heard her getting questions about the March of Kindness. And so I almost forgot to tell you what today is on today's March of Kindness that we're doing during the month of March. And today is teach someone a new skill. Teach someone a new skill. Um. Would it count that I just taught Sam how to make really good scrambled eggs by using creamer? Would you consider that a skill, Sam? It can be, but my, my grandma always said you put milk in it. Okay. Which well, is very similar. I've tried milk. I just try the creamer to have a little more fluff. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, they, mm-hmm. I started. I got it. I started with milk. I got to talk I, to her and see if and that's then okay. And I dialed it in. Yeah, see if you get the... Good housekeeping she, seal of approval on that. She might, she might ex-nay that. She might say no. Okay, is uh, are there any other skills that you feel like would count, or skills that that you've taught me today? Yes. Are there any <laughs> skills today that I've taught you? I'm not sure. Okay, I guess I got to keep searching. Uh, I guess you taught me not to put vanilla creamer in yeah, my scrambled eggs. There you go. That's something that your grandmother and I can agree on. Yeah, I I'm think she, sure. she, knowing her, yes, yes, she would probably definitely <laughs> agree on that. The Batman number one at the weekend box office. $128.5 million was the opening weekend haul. Uncharted only did $11 million. So Batman did 10 times what the number two movie did. I'm honestly surprised Batman won more than that. Dog, Spider-Man, Death on the Nile, Sing 2, Jack Wagon Forever, Cyrano. Cyrano only did $682,000. Scream at nine, marry me at ten, which may be even worse. That J Lo movie, you would think J Lo would have broader appeal well, than the Cyrano de Bergerac story. You, you get, think you can get one guess on somebody that comes on the show that has seen Marry Me now? Well, at least his better half had him see it. Oh, you've seen it? Oh no, I've not. Oh well, you but know I have who it was. You were going to guess? Well, yeah. you can't guess because you were here when said person mentioned that <laughs> oh, they watched. I see. So, well, all right, she's so working upon he didn't knowledge. Have to know that. But uh, well, what I do know is that said person saw the Batman this weekend. Yeah, I do know that as well. I'm excited to so, talk with said person next time I see him to find it, out. He may how have it was. tomorrow. He have may he may have accounted for 120 million dollars <laughs> of the 128 million dollars. <laughs> By the way, I read the the headline because Sam has a. You know, generational difference about who the best Batman is. Robert Pattinson is the very last to portray Batman. But the question, which Batman is your favorite? A new survey finds that Ben Affleck just barely edged out Michael Keaton as the favorite Batman version. The worst, Will Arnett's portrayal of Batman in the Lego movie and the Lego Batman movie. I was going to say, I never remembered Will Arnett being... 
No, uh, I, I guess he'd have to be an animated because I don't think I can imagine him being. Christian Bale isn't on that list. I thought he was pretty decent. Yeah, he was. Where's Clooney? He wasn't on. And the, Adam yeah, West. Clean, uh, Clooney. Yeah, I think Adam West was. If I have to pick one, well, Adam because West he was the, the one classic. I knew first would uh-huh. be the Adam West one. But th- that TV show was awful. The what? Pow. The Lego? Zing. No, oh, the original oh, Batman, Batman series. Yeah. Like, it just seemed so campy. Like, it didn't cheesy. appeal to me at all. Yeah, I think it's what extremely helps, cheesy. What helps uh, Christian Bale a lot, Ka-pow. too, is he had some really good villains. I mean, Heath Ledger as the Joker is phenomenal. They did some research, and they have found out that the most intense fans are the Bayhive, or the Beehive, whichever. Beyonce's fan group, they are apparently the most intense See, I would have thought it was Taylor Swift. I would have thought it could have been the Swifties, the Monsters, Lady Gaga. About 10 years ago, they would have been probably pretty intense. Uh, Kanye fans apparently are pretty intense as well. Uh, They came in at second. Ariana Grande's fans came in at third. Not Parrot Heads. (laughs) Parrot Heads or whatever. I don't know if intense is the right word for them. No, it would be the opposite of intense, wouldn't it? I think it, or, uh, I think, I think it would. Or low-key and extremely chill. Uh, yeah. uh, Adele at six, Taylor Swift at five, Britney Spears at four, and then I gave you the top three. Best breakup songs. Wrecking Ball by three is at three by Miley Cyrus. Heartless, Kanye at two, Someone Like You, Adele at number one. Oh, that's best, hard. Best breakup songs. Uh, some of the others in the top ten. Alanis Morissette, you ought to know. Justin Bieber, Love Yourself. Justin Timberlake, Cry Me a River. Beyonce, Sorry. No, no Taylor Swift in the top ten either there. That's kind of surprising. No, but Carrie Underwood's in there. By the way, Idol. Darn you, Idol. They just do it every week. Every week they More just figure jerkers. out a way. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Listen, I have finally figured out. I have I've completely bought into it. But Idol has completely just turned into a Hallmark movie. Like we're all, it's just to make you just pull at your heartstrings as hard as they can. Like they, they, they are showing now about maybe six different auditions, six, seven, eight auditions in two hours. But each one of them have a four or five minute story plus the audition. And like, they've just, they're just, they're brilliant in the way that they're doing it. Well, and I hate to be rude, but the whole point of the show is for talent, Oh, they I show. Do, I oh, don't necessarily need to know your backstory. The thing that I, um, they, but, but they're showing really good backstories though. This this little girl, she's not she's not little, and she she probably not just a girl, but she's she's a young woman, but she's from you know some poverty stricken area of West Virginia, and she never sang like she sang in tried to sing in church one time. And the music started playing, and she froze. And since then, the next time she sang in front of anyone was in front of Luke Bryan, Katy Perry, and Lionel Richie. And you just see her. She barely gets any notes out. And by the end, with her encouragement, like her voice opens up. And it's, those are the types of human interest things that you just think, yes, I know they're storytelling, and they're do- but like I'm all in. Just bring it. I, I, That's I, why they I, do I, it. I just got it. That's why they do it, because I sit there and I Because they know just, you're now going to watch I, every week absolutely to see how far just they go. go. Or the young lady they wrapped up with, with last night who was from Lionel's hometown of Tuskegee, and she gave them all cards before she sang. She said, whether you send me to Hollywood or Hollywood, hmm. I want you to know this from me, and you can't open them until after I've left. And so it's just that combination of Luke and Katie and Lionel and Ryan and the way they're doing the competition. There's no more William Hung auditions anymore. I mean, they'll save one segment before too long of just to show you the funny ones that came through. And they put nope. levity in there. No Larry Platt? No, they are primarily the focusing ground. on the everybody looking like a fool with your pants on the ground. Hat they are sideways. putting in, they're putting in, they're showing you that one little blonde girl who's from a family of six superstar. You just, you just wait. She is a super star. Mark my words, Sam. Got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on in the Nova.
MB's point to ponder for today. Is the mullet the best or worst hair style of all time? I mean, it's got to be close to the worst, right? You thought, well, so it's primarily associated with the 70s and 80s. No, it's made a comeback. But the mullet, well, and more more recently, yes. But apparently it's more timeless than we realize. Researchers can trace early versions of the mullet back thousands of years. And after decades out of the spotlight, interest in the haircut is on the rise. Online searches for the year 2021 were up 142%. Everything is cyclical. I mean, there were lots of mullets in the 80s. And it had nothing to do with your geography of where you were from. Andre Agassi had one of the biggest rockin' mullets in tennis. But they were so... So, that it cycles out. But when you think of it in the thousand-year term, is it... Well, I mean, can you think of anything worse? The old Kentucky waterfall. The The old Tennessee top hat. The mohawk? Because I feel like if you were above the age of... So mohawk Nine would be my second or ten. Worse. I don't think you should have a mohawk. I don't but know. Listen, if you're going to pity any fools, though, what about, you need to have a mohawk. What about, I mean, no. <laughs> yeah, pool I mean, if you're if you're Mister T, you can pull. No fool pitying can take place unless you're rocking <laughs> a mohawk. What about uh, the man bun? Ooh, ugh. I bet that doesn't go back thousands of years. Although it might, I don't know. Listen, if you can do it. I guess things that I don't have to give any consideration mm-hmm. to, I just tend to Are you gonna rock out. I can, you could rock Mulan, the man bun. Right? Oh, true. I have seen Mulan. Yeah. Right? Yeah, maybe. That's true. Could you rock the man bun? Um, no. No, I, I could not. Um, I mean, I would look like a character from Little House on the Prairie because it would be <laughs> out here on the sides and we'd have to put it in a big... It was, So it I, would look like a helmet on the outs, so like this smooth... No, it would look like a um, a woven basket. Like you know how those baskets that are bulbous have, at the bottom and then they narrow birds, at the top. You have birds nesting in the. <laughs> I'm pretty sure can, of that, <laughs> without a without a doubt. We need to like start a, a fundraiser. How, how much money do we need to raise to make it happen? You know how in women when they let their hair grow out and they get into that uh, that awkward in between phase. Oh. For, so mine would be in that awkward in between phase where it would look like Krusty the Clown mm-hmm. because it would just be going <laughs> out on the sides before it could go to the it could go to the top. On TV tonight, the 2022 Academy of Country Music Awards on Prime Video. Hmm. So it's the first program like that that I'm aware of that you the can NFL's, only get on Prime Video. Well, the NFL is moving towards yeah, that. Come Thursdays uh, this this year, the uh, uh, NFL will do that with Thursday Night Football. And then on ABC, The Bachelor tonight, if you're so inclined to watch said content. Today's highlight in history, this date, 1965, a march by civil rights demonstrators was violently broken up at the Edmund Pettus Bridge in Selma. It later became known as Bloody Sunday. Alexander Graham Bell received a U.S. patent for the telephone this date in 1876. Peyton Manning announced his retirement this date in 2016. A year ago today, we got our uh, Harry and Meghan interview by Oprah. Oh, well, that's already been a year. Yep. Janet Guthrie is 84 today. Michael Eisner is 80. Franco Harris is 72. Mm. I thought that might get that response. Lynn Swan is 70. Brian Cranston is 66. There you go. That's a good one. Taylor Dane is 60 today. Not sure I've realized wow. Brian Cranston was that old. Don't rush me. Yeah, he's good. And Walter as, White. As far as I'm concerned, I know that's famous, but to me, he'll always be Dr. Tim Watley on Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I first saw Brian Cranston and said, hey, look at him. And then I saw him. I watched Argo over the weekend, and oh. he's in that. Good movie. Willard Scott is uh, was born this date in 1934. We lost Willard during COVID. Uh, Tammy Faye Baker was born this day in 1942. Somebody let Misty know today is the anniversary of Tammy <laughs> Faye Baker's birth. She usually celebrates big. By the way. Um, With some drumstick creamer. Drumstick creamer. By the way, I should also uh, uh, learn, uh, should convey that we learned over the weekend, and along, I'm sure many of you did as well, but uh, Jason and Misty are about to get a new son-in-law. And so uh, Madison is uh, engaged. So really happy to learn that over the weekend. So congrats to them. All right, chart topper. Let's go to 1960. Percy Faith, number one, with the theme from a summer place. 
This was on all the KTEL box sets in the afternoon, like when during breaks. Speaking of Little House on the Prairie, it was either Slim Whitman, Boxcar Willie, or the greatest romantic hits of the '60s, and mm-hmm. it was they used that one as the background. You, you could have heard. You could maybe hear the Cougar Band play that. Hmm. The horns. Scream in there a little bit. By the way, the worst version of Proud Mary, 1969, CCR. That's a hot take. Listen, uh-uh, Ike and Tina always far better. Always. This is not yeah. the worst. But I'm the worst a huge one Credence fan, but I agree with him. Okay, the worst of the famous ones. I'm yeah. sure there are plenty of cover say, bands that have butchered that song, but... For a song that they CCR wrote, really good. for a song they wrote that then Ike and Tina came back and just you know, slayed. Easy to love in their oh, 1978. Waylon and Willie. They'd rather give you a song. Willie's still kicking too. Yeah, that's right. Is, is he still in the Stapleton well, show in Lexington here in a couple? Isn't that coming up? Supposedly. Is he is he still in it, or is he dropped out? Is it just? I haven't heard anything about it. By the way, I've got some old pieces of cardboard to that show that I'm curious to know if they're gonna that they're gonna honor. We'll see. All right. oh dear. 1987, Bon Jovi number one, Living on a Prayer. 1996, Martina McBride, Wild Angels, Kelly Clarkson, Since You've Been Gone in 05, Pharrell Williams, Happy number one, this date 2014. All right. 23rd of April. We're late. It is mm-hmm. April 23rd. All right. I'm uh, busy that day, so somebody can have my Chris Stapleton tickets. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today says, don't wait for the perfect moment. Take a moment and make it perfect. Don't wait for the perfect moment. Take a moment and make it perfect. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow. For another edition of our show, for Sam Gormley, for B, Jimmy MB, and now you're in the know.